Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What he's, I mean, you guys haven't seen the video, but what he's doing is he's flopping it around from side, <laughs> from side to side. <laughs> that is not looking at your V safari. Right. Yeah, right? That is not looking at your V. Guys, it's Bonnie Fuller. I'm the editor in chief of HollywoodLife.com, and we are back with the Hollywood Life podcast. We took a week off last week. We needed to have a vacation over the President's Day week. We hope you had a great vacation too. And now we've got so much to talk about. We are bursting with news. Um, in case you guys missed it, uh, Nikki's ex Safari had some nude photos leak and our Hollywood life readers went kind of wild. And then we've got Justin Bieber's birthday coming up and we want to tell you all about his birthday plans with Selena Gomez. Kylie Jenner got a new push present after baby Stormy from her, um, I don't even want to necessarily call him her boyfriend because they're kind of, I guess they're joint parentals at this point, uh, from Travis Scott. And then we must discuss Ryan Seacrest and the new allegation of sexual harassment. But before we dive into all of that, I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with our editorial coordinator, Ali Stagnita. I want to be famous. your face. Look at what you're eating, for Christ's sake. Lay off me, I'm starving. Look at your face. You think I'm gorgeous? You're gorgeous. Hey guys. Yay. So happy to be back after some time off and to be chatting with you today. And <laughs> we also have the man, the myth, the legend, Gino Orlandini. Most times I'm a kind warrior out here. Occasionally I am challenged. And in that case, the kind warrior must, must, must become a samurai. Bunny, sad news to announce. There's been two weeks since our last show and no new reviews. So oh. I just want to plead with the listeners. Um, I know we didn't do a show for you guys last week, so maybe we deserve this fate. Yeah. But give us a rating and a review if you have a chance. If you like the show, it really helps us out. And we always read them on the show. Um, yeah, and we, we went for a few weeks there with some really good reviews and lots of them. So we love hearing from you guys. So please send them in. Yeah. yeah. And we take your feedback, too, very seriously. Yeah. Um, okay. At Ali Stagnita, let's just get to crushes. I haven't oh, talked to you so in a couple of weeks. What are you crushing on? So I know it has been a couple of weeks. And while we were away, um, Black Panther came out and did crazy great in the box office. And one person that kind of facilitated a lot of um, uh, 
the ability for a lot of people to go who possibly couldn't afford to go to the theater and see Black Panther was Brie Larson. And so I'm crushing on her this week. She really started this incredible trend on Twitter where she said, you know, if everyone should see Black Panther and if you can't afford it, then tweet me here and I will get in touch with you and I will pay for you to go. And a lot of people responded to her and were like, I would love to bring someone to like let me know if um, I can cover a cost for someone and it started this whole thing and a lot of teachers a lot of um, homeless shelter workers and people just all over the country were replying to her messages and retweeting and um, a lot of people got to go see Black Panther that wouldn't have been able to that's so cool right. thank you Bree so she was a, it was a really cool pay it forward kind of thing and um, I think it's really special and so I thought she did an incredible job and so I am crushing on her Yeah, she definitely deserves your crush. For sure, for sure. And it was a very empowering movie. I love Black... Actually, I've seen it twice now. Oh, my gosh. I went to the screening, and they would only give me one ticket. And so I had to go alone, and then my husband was really upset that he missed it. So we went, and I took my son, too. And I loved it just as much the second time. In fact, when you see it a second time, you see things and notice things that you didn't see the first time. I still got to get there. Every time I try to go, it's sold out. Ah. Still, still. It is just doing so well. So that's awesome. Well, I'm also crushing on a movie star. At Bonnie underscore Fuller on Instagram and at Bonnie Fuller on Twitter. Thank you, Gino. <laughs> I'm crushing on Jennifer Lawrence, who did a hilarious interview on Howard Stern's radio show this morning. And, you know, she was on for a really long time, like with, with Howard. And she said some really interesting things and, and you know... How Howard is so funny too because she he was asking her about you know how the difficulties of being a star and not being able to go out in public without people noticing you and she said well I really don't want to complain about that this doesn't seem like a good thing to complain about mm-hmm. or worthy which I totally agree with because come on the girl makes like a zillion kabillion dollars she doesn't need free tickets to any <laughs> to any movies and then Howard went Hey, I'm always complaining about things and people keep paying paying me money, so I think it's okay. So um, I'm glad she didn't take his advice, but she did say a couple of really, really funny things I haven't heard her say before. Um, She, when Howard was asking her if she would date a man who would or who had this or that, she said she's fine dating a guy who's got herpes. However, she would not date a Trump supporter right now. So (laughs) herpes, okay. Trump supporter, not. There you go. But um, I'm excited to see her film, Red Sparrow, that's coming out this Friday. So I'm crushing on J-Law. J-Law, she's the best. All right. Well, um, for my crushes, which I don't have any, you can follow me at Gino Orlandini. I'm just not really in a crush mood and I didn't get to see Black Panther yet. I know that's the new the new hotness and it. it's making like a billion dollars worldwide. And I just haven't been on the bandwagon yet. I don't really like superhero movies, so I'm, I don't know if I'm even that interested. I don't like special effects. I'm with you. I don't love superhero movies, but I, don't like I action. think this people are like, you need to see this for like your outlook on the entire world. Like it's not 
about the superhero. I liked Ryan Coogler's other movie, Creed. I really loved his remake of the oh, uh, Rocky yeah, franchise. Yeah, he, likes, well. he does like to work with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. He makes a really hot villain I in love, this movie. I, I love that, but I just, special effects to me really take me out of movies because they just look like cartoons and it's like there's humans and then there's a bunch of cartoons and like Bonnie, we've talked about this before with like the Superman movies where it's just smashing, smashing, smashing. I know this has gotten better marks, but I don't know. I don't, no, know. I'm, I don't usually like superhero movies either but I did love Wonder Woman and I liked it because it was funny there was great dialogue and this one also Black Panther had good dialogue I've been trying to get through Wonder Woman it's available on HBO Go right now it's a little slow going for me but um really yeah slow going I don't know I just the genre isn't for me it's not you know I'm not I'm not just not a fanboy like that um okay well let's move on since uh you Since don't go out much. Yeah, I, I, I don't get out much. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the news because there's just so much going on. And um, if I did have a crush, it might be on Safari Samuel's penis. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you would have envy, <laughs> I think, because, okay, so here's the deal. Um, Safari's nuked, nuked. Nude photos. He the internet with his nude photos. Well, it's a vi- it's a, it's a, it's a, nude photo. It's a video. Is there photos too? That's just, just a video, right? Oh, see, I think it's photos. What I saw was a video. Oh, well, yeah. he did a Snapchat. Yes. He did a Snapchat. It's a Snapchat video. Of his, um, his private part. And he has since gone on Charlemagne's The Breakfast Club. He went on there this morning and he said that he was just trying to take a photo of the bottom of his chest, the V, because he wanted to, he's been working out so hard and he wanted to see how good it was looking. And I guess he hasn't been, he's been like really sticking to his protein diet and everything. And he accidentally went too low and then he kept he kept the Snapchat. He didn't send it to anybody, but somehow it leaked. Do somehow. We, I feel like we should say who Safari is, if not everyone knows. Safari like, Samuels. Yeah, he's a sort of a rapper and producer and more of like a entertainment personality. He's on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, isn't he? And he used mm-hmm. to date Nicki Minaj. And, For a long time, and like, like five years. He's also, a couple. he's also friends of Hollywood Life. He came in here not too long ago, and we did a whole video interview with him. And you can check out our interview with him on... Um, on our YouTube channel, it's actually really hilarious. It's just funny. a montage of like all of the weird things that he said to us. He came in with this huge, huge floor length fur coat yeah. and just sat there on, while on the video doing an interview, petting himself. Like yeah. that is Safari Samuels in a nutshell. Yeah, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of swagger. So you could this doesn't surprise me that that he uh, took this Snapchat, which he <laughs> says was an accident. Of course, he's being accused of like leaking this for publicity, right, Bonnie? Do you buy that? Well, yeah. He is being accused of leaking it. And um, I personally haven't looked at the picture slash video, but Gino did. Yes. And um, you said that it was an erect. It's definitely an, it's, it's def- <laughs> photo. It's definitely an erect Hand penis. And palm. He's saying that he's, face and palm. he's saying that it's not. But of course, everyone always wants to like, oh, that's not me at my best, right? Like, <laughs> and there's we, more. There's more. Even there's though even more. Even though it's like pretty huge, he's like, well, no, no, that's not even a good photo. And and he said this morning in the first interview, he was like, it's definitely not erect because, and that's why I definitely didn't leak it because if I were to leak it, <laughs> it would be erect. Okay. Well, Which is just like that logic in itself. It's, beautiful. it's, it's totally. <laughs> that is the craziest excuse no, I've ever it's heard. It's amazing safari logic, but I can tell you as, as the owner of a penis, it is erect. Like, <laughs> 
penises, <laughs> just as a matter of like anatomy, don't stick straight out from your body in a, unless they are at like a ninety degree <laughs> angle, unless they are filled with blood. Oh, all right. Thank well. you for TMI. If you didn't, if you didn't see the video, I just want to describe it. It's also quite curved. Oh my god. Okay. And well, so Nicki Minaj. I can see he, Gino is definitely crushing on this. <laughs> I just thought it was pretty funny. Well. But, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, who's who's knows the penis well, uh, Safaris knows his penis well, um, <laughs> and penis and in general, probably penis maybe. in general, um, came out. Well, she didn't come out actually. We got some exclusive reporting at Hollywood we very, Life. We've got very good sources yes. on Nicki Minaj, and um, we hear that she thinks that he definitely leaked it. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, uh, which is funny. Well, the response on the internet was like the funniest thing because it was just like thousands of gifts of people's faces being like, "Yes, love it." it you know, everyone was <laughs> like when JB when his it, oh came oh, out. Yeah. It was, but he was like. You know, he said he had shrinkage. See, everyone da- everyone downplays it because he was like in the in the hot tub and wait, that was JB, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his and, was big too. His dad yeah. even and was, it was like, not, "Damn, son." But the first th- thing about Justin's is that was definitely not an erect penis, and he still looked, looked good. Um, so far, he's lying about the, the status of his erection. But the, <laughs> the the thing I kind of think maybe he didn't do this on purpose is because this has actually happened to me before on Snapchat. This is what? What, Gino? <laughs> You've been Snapchatting yourself? You well, Snapchat is for taking pictures of yourself usually. Um, like you're communicating with your friends. I don't know how this happened, but this was like oh, another one. I don't know how it happened. This, just like Safari. <laughs> yeah, I totally. just don't know. I, have no idea. I just was trying to get the V at the bottom of my chest. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think anyway. I sent a penis to anyone and of course when this happened to me no one cared because i'm not famous like safari but i sent like six or so people in my contacts list a snap then i don't know what it was and then the next the next day i had a bunch of responses being like creep what the hell is this (laughs) well were you drunk or something when you took it not at all. It was it was like a work night, and it was apparently I got one of the people who got whatever this was to s- describe it to me, and it was like so. Apparently, I was at the gym, like I had some kind of medicine ball in my hand, and my shirt was off. That was the only information I had, and so some people thought it was creepy, and like a friend of mine was just like, "Were you working out?" Or like, I don't know, I don't know how. I think I just had my phone out. I was messing with it, and I like took a photo. <laughs> you know, like I was. I don't know. You okay, have a lot of. Apps. But wait a second. So it was a photo of you. Yes. With your shirt. Shirt on and off. Hold, off holding a medicine ball. Yes. And people took offense to that. You weren't revealing. No, no, yeah. but I sent it to a bunch of like girls on accident. <laughs> like I would never send a shirtless photo to anyone. Oh, so it was just a shirtless photo. It wasn't a bottomless photo. No, no, I don't take pictures of my junk. Like <laughs> this is what <laughs> I put my hand, my head in my hands like 12 times. I'm going to start to count. I don't know why. <laughs> like this is, this is the topic. Like. Well, it does seem to happen to celebrities a lot. Uh-huh. So, um, well, I'm just saying, saying it can happen. Did you know that my friend accidentally put in her Snapchat story a nude picture of herself when she meant to just send it to her <laughs> boyfriend? <laughs> and one of us had to text her and be like, yo, oh, your boobs girl. are on your story. Yeah. <laughs> That's happened to my friends before, too, where you see something and you're like, oh, I know she didn't mean to post uh-huh. this. And you contact them and they're like, oh, no. And uh-huh. they, and they, it was bad. 
Yeah, and you, um, once you send it, oh, you can take it down, fortunately. Oh, you can take it down, but lots of other people could have shared it already. Yeah, but you get a notification if someone screenshots it. Uh-huh. I don't know, but this is a video, though. Like, I, This is why I don't think it was an accident, because it was one thing if you... But act- you just changed. You just went from it was an accident to now it is an accident. No, I don't think no, it no, is, no, because no, you can totally... Acc- like, I accidentally, I guess, took a photo of myself and sent it to a bunch of girls and, and <laughs> just accidentally <laughs> because taking a photo just happens like there's an automatic timer it's, a photo uh, is nothing right you can actually ac- everyone has accidentally taken a photo with their camera like open up your camera roll there's dozens of photos uh-huh. you didn't mean to take but a video is different right like and he's what he's i mean you guys haven't seen the video but what he's doing is he's flopping it around from side <laughs> from side to side <laughs> That is not looking at your V safari. Right. Yeah, right? That is not looking at your V. No, he's wiggling it like a tail. Right. He's he's so caught. It's like yes. if it was like your butt and you're like, I'm just trying to get my like traps. <laughs> yeah. And you're like twerking. Yeah, exactly. He is so busted. Well, you know, the internet's reaction was pretty excited. So I'm sure that he really enjoyed that. And, uh, you know, he, Safari hasn't had this much press in like ever. Right, exactly. Ever. So um, that was his excuse on The Breakfast Club this morning. And the meanwhile, um, Kaylin Lowry is one of Teen Moms, was like, very excited about it. And she um, she tweeted about how she was impressed. So everyone, everyone was impressed. Can I ask you guys this, <laughs> this angle though? I had a, a person I know who's like an Instagram sort of celebrity <laughs> and she was like, Oh, well, you know, um, a black China's sex tape comes out and everyone slut shames her. And then Safari's penis video comes out. And everyone's like, yeah, you go. It's awesome. Do you guys feel like there's a double standard or is it different? What black China did? She was like giving oral sex in a video that recently well, that, came that, out. I think it's that's a whole next level. Well, but I think it's different because of the person black China is like yes, everyone. Like it, it'd be one thing if it were like, I don't know. Like I think if Lamar Odom had a sex tape that came out and it would be like, F Lamar, like he sucks, like because of what he did to Chloe. Like I think that that's how people think about it. It's like Black China screwed Rob, so like well, anything she does, anyone's gonna bash. Yeah, and also it was with this guy Michi, who she was cheating on right. Rob with, and sent him videos of them kissing. Like I think right. that that is like yeah, Michi. You know, Michi F was when Michi was the guy that she made that she right. sent to Rob of her kissing, right. and then right. Rob to took torment to, him. Rob took exactly. to Instagram and did all that revenge porn. Right. So it's like. People don't. I think that's true. People think don't think highly of Black China, exactly. and that's why they reacted negatively to it. And they think of her as someone who like uses her sexuality to like manipulate people. Exactly. But, well, but also, it's one thing to also post a picture accidentally of yourself nude or partially nude it's another to like it's a tape performing a sex act like it's several steps beyond yeah and and also yeah you know just like with safari there's always this question of whether these things are leaked on purpose and because black has leaked things or posted things on purpose before yeah. yeah. Well, and also so many other celebrities have had nudes leak. Jennifer Lawrence, um, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Like, you don't remember the Like literally the big, every like, hot celebrity. Flapping or whatever that yeah, thing but was that, called. That was definitely hacking. Yes. And but and but no one, you know, slut shamed them. They were more so like sad for them and like felt bad that they were hacked. And so excited to see the photos. We all looked. 
<laughs> well, okay. So I'm not, I don't think you can just say it's a double standard, like one standard for a guy, one standard for a girl. I agree with Allie that it depends on the circumstances and listen, you know, when Leslie Jones had her photos, right. um, hacked and they were photos of her performing sex acts when people were very sympathetic, mm-hmm. yeah. like they really felt for her. So that's a, she's a woman yes. and she got lots of sympathy and people really felt bad for her. So, um, no, I don't think it's a male female thing. I agree. It's a circumstance thing and how people have used themselves and their bodies and other behavior that they've engaged in. Fair enough. So now let's move on to, um, ha- yes, somebody else who has had his, uh, nude member shown. And that was Justin Bieber. <laughs> as we member. mentioned, member Bonnie won't say the word penis. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he's got a big birthday tomorrow. He's going to be 24. And, you know, this is a really big birthday for him though, because he's back together with Selena Gomez, which he has not had a birthday with her in a long time. And um, we hear that they've got some really nice birthday plans that Selena was trying to get a birthday party together from. I bet she does. And that she is um, looking at getting him like a beautiful cross necklace. That yeah, seems very she appropriate. Was, she was thinking a diamond neck or uh, a diamond watch that was about 60 or $63,000. And then she was also thinking of, um, a beautiful cross that was going to be about, uh, I think we had said $42,000. I mean, these were some pricey. These are gifts. not trinkets. No, they are. They are some heartfelt thought out gifts and um the surprise party i thought was really funny too gino and i both said that it was the worst surprise yeah surprise party because not if we all know about surprise. it right? um but that she was working with scooter braun to set something up but that they were also going to do a night just them too where they celebrate together a little romantic date night. Yeah. What I really think is interesting is that Justin and I are three months apart. <laughs> <laughs> how Allie, is that, how Allie, is that interesting? Forget it. Explain why that's interesting. <laughs> forget like, it. It makes it like we're so similar. <laughs> um, like we're both, he's 24. I'm going to be, well, he's going to be 24. I'm going to be 24. He's an older woman though. So I hate to let you down. Like he always dates up, right? I mean. Well, that's true. He's had a lot of older women. Yes. Starting I'm with Miranda 25. Kerr and he never looked back. Like and Selena is oh my God, that was weird. A few years older than him. Yeah, right? quite a lot older. She's almost twenty six. Like one year isn't older she, than she's twenty six, isn't she? No. She's a little slightly over a year older. No, I think she's twenty five or else maybe just turned twenty six. Yeah, they're they're just about a year. Yeah, you're right. Tw- twenty five. Yeah. So they're just about a year apart. Um but you know, they've been having a really close good time together because uh she went with him to his father's wedding, which was in Mexico and Jamaica. Were, oh sorry, Jamaica and they were PDA in there and they've been sighted at the Montage Hotel, which is Justin's favorite hangout, um, on a date night there. Um and we're hearing that he is continuing to be really good, reliable boyfriend, really there for her. And it's like everything she always wanted from him, he's doing. You know what's interesting about that, Bonnie, though, is we've also been getting these reports that her friends just still aren't buying it, that they're still being a little... Well, they're nervous, of course. Even Francia Reza, who, of course, saved Selena's life with that kidney donation, she's 
Um, Selena keeps trying to convince them that he's changed, but they just, they've seen her be hurt by him so many times. And they worry that like with her health issues and how much she has going on in her life, that she's like a little bit fragile and that another Justin Bieber breakup would like crush her and be actually really, really bad for her. So I don't know. It's like, it's not just her mom, Mandy, who's against it. It seems like Justin has some more convincing to do of the other people in her life too. Yeah. Well, and I think that they're right to be concerned because she went through so much heartbreak with him. But I'm I'm really glad that he is seemingly super committed and making her feel secure and like really being there. Like he's not playing any games with her. Yeah, I agree. I get the friends thing because I think I have a friend now going through a breakup of a guy that she's been with for, I mean, eight years. And you know, now that he's broken up with her and like broken her heart, I'm like, you can never be with him again. You know, I would probably feel the same way because you're there that picks up the pieces and you're there who they cry on their shoulder and, you know, it's hard. But I do think that he seems changed and they're also, they were very young when all of that happened. You know, we haven't seen... Taylor Swift in Selena's life at all in a while. And I wonder if she's really hiding out. Right. And also Selena did wish her happy birthday. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not friends anymore, but just like they're not hanging. I mean, seems kind of weird since she got back with Justin. Like they were much closer before. Uh, but also, where is Taylor in general? Though, right, too, right, exactly. She could I be, don't she could, anyone. Yeah, I mean, she could be in London. I mean, that's she where Joe is. She could be in London. She could yeah. be here in Tribeca. She was just <laughs> spotted out with him. I don't know where it was, but um, yeah, it's she so, hasn't. So, she's been so, so low profile for a person who like just released an album and is going to go on tour. Yeah. Well, I think she's trying to squeeze all the last private time that she can out of out of her romance with Joe before she goes on before her tour. Before she goes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. With I mean, that. those tours are so grueling. Super grueling. And that's why Oh, we should say um, we also got this pretty interesting report that we're hearing, even though Selena is probably going to drop an album in the pretty near future and she's been seen at the studio um, recently, we're hearing that she's not ever going to be touring anymore either because of all her health issues. Um, she and her team, they just don't think it's like sustainable. She had to cancel her last tour. And so you probably can't go out and see Selena. She's still going to do things like Jingle Ball and festivals and stuff like that, or like just bigger shows so that she can do like a one-off and also award shows. But there's not going to be any kind of like Selena Gomez world tour. Well, I think that's a really good decision because I don't think she can risk her health. Uh, You know, she just had a kidney transplant. That is a giant deal. She is still somebody who has lupus and she's just got to do everything to stay as healthy as possible. And those tours are too grueling for her. Agreed. She doesn't need to. She's got enough money. Right. Listen, she's a producer now. She produced um, 13 13 Reasons Why. Why, And that is coming back for second seasons. That was very successful for her. Um, She's got her, she keeps producing hits. She doesn't need to go on tour. Right. And she's acting. She has the Woody Allen movie coming out. I mean, she has has stuff lined up. Right. Now, if she and Justin ever do get married, I mean, the guy's like got a hundred, two hundred million dollars. She's never going to have to work. Yeah, and she we doesn't want to work. And Justin doesn't want her to go on tour. We are hearing that he's ready to propose, but he's <laughs> holding back because he knows Selena's not he ready, and, and he's respecting her wishes to take it a little slower and to make sure that it's real this time. Um, but I feel like we should get to someone else who is healthy, as far as we know, and happy, and is showing off her baby, Kylie Jenner. That's right. And but somebody else who isn't 
exactly ready to get married because um, her baby daddy, Travis Scott, is not ready to get married. And, you know, he has stepped up to be there and to spend time with his little daughter, Stormy. But it's not, and they've been having fun. They actually went out on a date night together for the first time in like months and months. Um, but it's not like a super tight relationship. It's more about um, being together for Stormy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think we'll see what happens in the next few months and, um, but, you know, I think that they're so young. Like it's so young. It's just, I don't know. But she's, I think Kylie's so dedicated to her baby that no matter what happens, she's prepared to be a mom and raise her child. Yeah, I hope so because she's got her. And we're hearing that she's absolutely in love with her as any new mother should be. And that she and Travis just can't stop holding her and smelling her <laughs> and uh, kissing her. I mean, babies are so adorable and they do smell so good. Well, she got into this kind of interesting controversy in the last week where she took to Twitter and said, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but like, do you not ever open Snapchat oh, anymore? Yeah. And of course, Snapchat is what sort of rose her to such prominence. I mean, aside from being a Kardashian Jenner, but she really built her brand on Snapchat. And I've noticed that myself too. I use it less. Everyone really hates the update. I think she tweeted about that really as well. Really hates it. And it it really like caused, I mean, the stock afterward lost $1.3 billion in value financially experts are saying that they, it was downward trending before that, but one of Snapchat's biggest stars saying they don't use it anymore can't help. But then she took to Snapchat and posted a video of Stormy and then and also kind of walked back her comments on Twitter saying, I still love you, Snap. So I think she was like kind of feeling the heat. And we're hearing exclusively that she felt a little like frustrated and upset that she can't just voice her opinion without it being like a giant hullabaloo and being blamed for like costing this company a billion dollars. Well, you know, and Snapchat is sticking by its guns, even though they've had gazillions of complaints about the new design. People find it too hard to use. But they're saying that it's going to get easier in time. People get used to it. Like I saw some quotes from um, the CEO, Evan Spiegler. Evan Spiegel. Spiegel. Spiegel? Maybe that's why Safari's thing got leaked because he didn't know how to use the new Snapchat. <laughs> but actually, I don't think Kylie had anything to do with the Snapchat thing no, going it down happened. because happened right after. Uh, she yes, did it. it did. It did she happen. But it was. But we found a report as well that it was already on the way down. I mean, and people weren't using it anyway. I haven't opened it in weeks. Wow, that's a big. But deal. it was. But it had nothing to do with Kylie saying, "Oh, I don't use Snapchat anymore." So you know, I don't understand. Well, we don't know. Maybe I don't know. I heard that she made this. She put out on Twitter her comments, and she's got twenty four point five million followers, and it was pretty much went like plunged after that. But what I don't get is 
Why is Snapchat sticking to their guns that this is the way the design's going to be when they've had so many monumental complaints about I it? Know. Like, who's it for? It's not for Evan. It's not for mm-hmm. you. It's not for your your engineers. It's for your users. Yeah. Right? Well, they wanted what they wanted to do is mix like celebrity stories with brand stories, and that's what people don't like. Like, it's all in the same section now. Like, Kylie is right next to like Sports Center or whatever else you follow, and like also next to your friend like because there it's also mixed in with people that you are connected with well my, not for me on mine my friends are on the other side oh like my for friends me, mine are all mixed in but it's 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 hard to follow either way it's because right. it's all kind of buried you don't know where because i want to go on snapchat personally mostly just to see my friends i'm less interested in like content from brands and now they're they, it seems like they did this redesign as a favor to brands because they know that most people just want to interact with their friends Right. But um, anyway, we should we should say but here. Oh, wait, we, we didn't talk about her new push. present. Yeah. That's a, yeah Travis got her a one point two million dollar Ferrari point four million dollar Ferrari. Oh, it's called a Ferrari La Ferrari it's black with like the suicide doors. It comes straight up. Like, why does she need this? She already has a zillion cars. Tyga was always getting her cars. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because Tyga. <laughs> Were they all repossessed? Tyga got her this $450,000 <laughs> white Ferrari for her 18th birthday, famously. Like, there's video of it. She comes out of this club. It's like, oh, my God, it has a big red bow on it. But then we found out, of course, afterwards that it was a rental. <laughs> and so Probably rented it for the day. No, which is, you know, it's, still, it's still a good present to rent someone a, a car, a cool car yeah. for a brief period of time. I mean, I, I'm still down with that. That'd be a great gift, but um, it's definitely coming off like you know it was purchased, and you have to wonder if this one was was rented too. Yeah, one point four million dollars. How does Travis have this much money? I know. Well, and uh, we were hearing that Kylie was a little upset because I mean, while she loved the present, she can't fit a car seat in. The Ferrari. That's right. It's not exactly a baby-friendly car. (laughs) I mean, what is she supposed to do with it? I guess it could take it for joy rides. Is that what people do with Ferraris? I I guess Travis didn't think this out. He really didn't. And also, when does she drive? Yeah. Or does she just take pictures in it? That could be it. It's those those kind of cars are actually kind of hard to drive if you've never driven one. Most of them they all stick. Most of them are a stick, and the the shifter is like on the steering wheel. There's like little pedals instead of an actual stick, and you have to operate a clutch. It's like rather hard. Sounds like it. Um, and I wouldn't want to take a baby in that if it was going to be difficult to drive. Yeah. Like especially you don't want to take a baby in it, and it doesn't fit a car, car seat. seat. You know. I, I don't get it. Like, I think he got it more for himself then than for, <laughs> for her. Sure. Also, he could drive her off. around in it. They're also like dangerously powerful. It's not exactly the kind of safe car that you'd want to take your baby like, in. Get her a minivan. <laughs> yeah. Trav. Yeah. Like, um, but what was funny is we were getting uh, these reports that um, all the Kardashians, like Chloe and Courtney and Kim, all think that this present is like kind of tacky in the way that Kylie is like flaunting her extreme wealth because she has become like the, the richest Kardashian with the success of her uh, lip kit line uh, and her beauty products in general. And they think it's a little like gaudy that she's like doing this still. Yeah. Especially after. So, and Bonnie and I were talking about this before when we were saying that um, the Kardashians, yes, they do. They are very wealthy and they do show off their wealth, but they have, 
dialed it down a lot since Kim was robbed at gunpoint in Paris and her jewels were stolen. And, you know, they knew so much about her and all of her jewels because of how much she put it out there. Right, And this would be a perfect car to steal. Exactly. And so because you'd see it on the street or you'd be looking exactly for it because she has showed it. Tough to steal, though, these cars. Um, you, need, you need like a very special key. It's not like you can just like pop it open with a screwdriver like a Honda even Civic. Even so. Even so. You know that you just know she has it. You know, you know the point of wealth that they have. And so I think I understand if they're concerned and they're worried about their sister or kind of crossing. But I just go back to Travis Scott. How does he have that (laughs) much money that already that he could just blow $1.4 million? Yeah. It's not very smart. That's what I kind of worry with anyone who dates them is like literally keeping up with the Kardashians is not really realistic for anyone, even success, other successful entertainers because they are so wealthy and they have this family wealth and like, and they're all wealthy. Like Bruce has, I mean, uh, Caitlin has all this money and they all have their own money in their own mansions. Mm -hmm. And like, it's such a huge, huge Yeah, fortune. like Stormy. Stormy got like a $4,200 crib with a $400 <laughs> mattress. Like, yeah. she's a baby. Right, she'll grow out of it and like, and spit up all over it and yeah. everything. Yeah, well, it's more like, yeah, she'll spit up all over that. Like, who needs that? Do you guys yeah. think, though, it's a little, if this is true, that, that she's getting a little pushback from her sisters, it's a little hypocritical? Because, like, before the robbery, Kim was, like, doing all the same things. Up until the age of 35, she was flaunting her wealth all over social media for two decades and like kylie is only 20 why not i mean let kylie be kylie i mean she's i know she's a mom now but she's still just like almost a kid herself and like she's gonna want to like show off her toys and can you i agree with you can you put yourself in the in the mindset of a 20 you know what i wanted when i was 20 a motorcycle like a flashy, stupid motorcycle that i would have probably killed myself on and my dad wouldn't let me get it like it's you know, you don't do – she's very mature for 20, obviously, but, like, I don't know. I think it's a little harsh. Well, I think what's interesting is her new makeup collection that she just came out on Instagram with her makeup. It was done incredibly beautifully and really interesting colors like green, green eyeshadow, and it's going to be called Weather. So she's about to make another billion dollars, and it's clearly it's all based on Stormy, Stormy, Stormy Weather. Little little piece of that, little percentage, just for the the branding the name. I know, and it's uh, the stuff that the whole collection. She said that she was working on it throughout um, her pregnancy. Once they decided on the name Stormy, um, and it's just beautiful mats and blues and navies and grays and just very inspired by her daughter so i'm excited to see that stuff i do think that she makes pretty good stuff oh geez what's an advertisement for kylie <laughs> well, okay but here's the problem i wear it every day on camera here's the problem my daughter ordered one of the lip kits and they sent her the wrong one the wrong palette and she has the receipt for the right one and they wouldn't take it back and exchange it yeah, no, they don't have. They like, don't have any service. No, customer they don't. Service. And they don't. I mean, it's not a traditional business. They don't have stores. Like, yeah, I've heard that from a bunch of people. If you get the wrong thing, that's what you get. Yeah, you're stuck. That's weird. Yeah, it's kind of like trying to get customer service from Apple or something like that. Like, there's no phone. There's no one. We've to call. never had problem with Apple. <laughs> no, you can get customer service from Apple. You have to go to the store though. Yeah, but you have I, to go in there. But I do agree. Like, it's you're in this business for the long term and it's great to make money and like be a little business. But when a little business is starting to make like $385 million or sell that much worth of lip kits, you have to have customer service and you can't send the wrong ship, the wrong thing and then not exchange it. Like you, you can't after a while it, it, there will be blowback. 
Did I ever tell you yeah. guys how a Kylie Jenner lip kit cost me a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> this is no. this is true. I had I was dating this girl, and I got her a lip kit because we have like fast computers here, and I, she was like, "Buy me a lip kit," you know, because it's really hard. They sounds so demanding. They were initially like really hard to get because they would sell out immediately. She was like purposely not making enough of them, I think, and. So I ordered a couple of lip kits. I ordered one for my girlfriend and then one for our reporter at the time, Chloe, who was going to do an unboxing on camera. And we made a video about like, you know, just just unboxing the lip kit. They were very popular at the time, just like, you know, showing videos of this lip kit. <laughs> and Chloe, our on camera person unboxed and also tried on the one I had bought for my, oh, for my girlfriend too. No. And my girlfriend was watching the video. We did it like a live stream and she watched and she contacted me so furious that I had let and I didn't I didn't know it was the same one it was like just a mistake and things ended shortly thereafter (laughs) oh my gosh well she sounds crazy yeah I, I agree I, I don't think it was really fair. I'm like, I bought it. I, like, yeah, it's not like she bought it. Like, well, I this, bought it. this needs to go into like whenever we do story on the stupidest reasons you get broken up. <laughs> yes. You get broken up for. Okay, now let's get on to something more serious. Ryan Seacrest. So there's a pretty serious allegation by his former stylist um, who claims like she worked with him at E for many years and that over the course of the many years that he sexually harassed her and he would do things like push her face into his crotch and that he would lie on top of her and rub his erect penis in. We can't afford, we cannot avoid the word penis, this nope. podcast. Nope. So <laughs> he, it is the P <laughs> P cast. Or erect. So um, (laughs) she claims that he would rub his erect penis against her and that he um, would grab her. He grabbed her vagina once and she put up with this because it was a it was a great job and it the hours worked and she was a single mom and that she didn't go to HR for years because she didn't want to lose her job. And finally, like she told a couple of her coworkers about it, that it was going on and somebody convinced her to go to HR and she did finally. And then she was fired. So, um, she initially came out a couple of months ago with her claims, her allegations. And E said that they did a big investigation into these, these harassment claims and that they didn't find that they were credible, but she just opened up again and she spoke to Variety, which our sister site. And then she released a long statement, her lawyer um, detailing everything. And she is she's coming after him like she is talking now. Yeah. So Seacrest said in response, I don't want to accuse anyone of not telling the truth. But in this case, I have no choice but to deny the claims against me, remind people that I was recused of any wrongdoing and put the matter to rest. Um, He also reiterated that he had been cleared by a third party investigator and said that Hardy, this accuser, had repeatedly asked him for millions of dollars in exchange for silence. So she denies that he um, that she ever asked for anything. I, mean, I don't want to know what to do in this case. It's like there's two people saying this stuff, but it's like he said, she said. And one strange dynamic of these kinds of cases. Her is, name is Susie Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is I don't know if you've noticed this with Trump versus what happened with Al Franken is if you deny the allegations, then you're good to go. You're set. Right. It's that it's just he said, she said. But if you 
come clean, you're run out of the Senate or whatever it is. You know, you're you're so it seems like there's this sort of perverse incentive that's building uh, to lie about it. Or I'm not saying Seacrest is lying, deny. but to deny. And uh, if Seacrest didn't do anything, then of course you should, should deny it. And I don't. I'm not making any judgments about what happened here, but it does seem like that is the dynamic that's developing. If you say you didn't do it, people are going to be like, well. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, unless you're Harvey Weinstein and you have about 150. Or Bill Cosby. Yeah. There's some people who there's just too much evidence. Yeah. Or, but the thing is, then you have people like Dustin Hoffman who denied it um, when the first allegation came out. And then over the course of the next month, like three or four or five other allegations came out. So, you know, I don't, I I don't know myself. I, I don't know. Yeah. But Dustin Hoffman's still fine. No one's really doing much about him. Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that he's just fine. I think he, um, there was people who said they wouldn't work with him again. Who's a good case of someone who's come out though and um, admitted it and has been sort of run out. I mean, it seems like there's a bunch like the per- Louis, Louis CK. Yes. Mm-hmm. He seems kind of done. And I mean, Kevin Spacey, obviously a little different cause it was like pedophilia too, but like he's definitely done and he did come out and he came out and came out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Definitely Al Franken. Yeah, but that was like a prime example. And, but the thing with Franken is there was literally a photo yeah, of him doing what much. he did, and like, what are you going to say to photographic proof of your hands on a woman's breasts? Right. It's, well, he said it was a joke that they were joking around. Yeah, that was his what he said. But she said it was unwanted, right? So yeah, well, she was asleep. She didn't know. Yeah, she was asleep. Right. right. So if we're joking or not, probably you probably shouldn't do that. Not, no. a, good, not a good look. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. No. Um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I think that we're going to start Woody Allen deny. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like been a long time. Forever. Right. Yeah. Allegation by his daughter, daughter. Uh, which he has continued to deny over the years. And she's continued to press. So, um, but... I think we're just going to have to wait and see because in some of these cases, like Jeremy Piven, he's been accused by, by it was like one or two women. In fact, we talked to one of his accusers and he's denied it. But then two, three, four, I think at least two or three more came out. So I, I think uh, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with yeah. this one. It'll be interesting on uh, Sunday at the Oscars to see how stars handle it because we've heard that some publicists will have their stars just be dodging him right just because they dodging want to e dodge the controversy right dodge the controversy they don't want to be associated with it so it's easier to just not talk to them at all and i think that that's you know it's just another plague on e because of the whole cat sadler pay right. quality thing because right. when celebrities did go talk to them they did bring that up and especially reese weatherspoon and eva longoria they were like well why don't you pay and deborah messing did it too well why tell me about paying women equally this time around, especially with the whole Me Too movement, I mean, it's going to be, I think they're probably thinking it's better to avoid them altogether right yeah. now. Jen- yeah. Jennifer Lawrence went on Howard Stern's show and her response to Howard's question about it was, I can't imagine him being sexual, which is actually <laughs> sort of my, I've right. met Seacrest several times. I see him on a lot of carpets that I'm also working on and, um. Uh, not that that would tell you anything, but he's, uh, you know, from everything That can't else. tell you anything. No. You, you just can't tell. He could be... Um, 
a freak in the bed. But J-Law wasn't willing to, yeah, to throw him on, under the bus. But she also wasn't too happy with E because of the Cat Sadler, the Cat Sadler situation. Right. So, you know, E's kind of on touchy ground here. Do you guys think if it does, and I know you guys are wanting to reserve judgment, but just for like a little thought experiment, if it does come out that these some there's some sort of proof that these allegations are just an attempt to blackmail Seacrest, and do you think that will hurt the movement? Because we, you know, part of the refrain of this movement is believe women, believe women, and if it's proven that these claims are false and they're money grabs and they're just attempts to blackmail him for money, don't do you guys think that will? irreparably harm the movement not irreparably but i really hope it's not true because yeah i think that that is the fear that allegations that are false will be made for other reasons now there was a situation with robert hercevic from shark tank but it it occurred before the me too movement started with a woman accusing him and she he said that she had been trying to extort him and that seems to have been a case where it could have been and that was it was right as it wasn't before the harvey weinstein thing it was in the midst of those early accusations so it still was in the heat of the moment but that was quickly poo-pooed like you know that was yeah so I do think that... Which is interesting because Ryan has been investigated by NBC after the first round of accusations. He was right. accused once or twice. Um, and they no, said... No, no, no. It's just all the same. It's all been the same stylist. But she claims that they didn't interview her four corroborating witnesses. Do, do you guys think... I kind of feel like... Um, you know, I think this movement is is doing some good things and it's obviously called out an issue that I didn't realize was so prevalent because just being a guy like this, a lot of this stuff doesn't happen to me. I don't get catcalled on the street. I don't get scared when I'm walking alone on streets at night. Like so many things that women have to deal with that I don't. But I also feel like obviously there's in any movement like this that's calling for broad social change, there's going to also be a cost. And I do feel like relationships and relations between men and women are kind of like at a very, very low point right now. And like men are very suspicious of women um, or women are suspicious of men and men are like almost scared of women. Now I know that we work in a big company with a big HR apparatus and I know I walk around now in the company that we work in basically with my eyes on the ground like I'm essentially scared to even like look in women's directions I don't even want the I don't even want someone being like Gino looked at me and you know I'm it's honestly like put a I don't know. I, You're I, looking at me right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Ali, you and I are friends, but like, you know, there's a lot of okay. women I don't know at this company. It's a very, very big company. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm scared to even like talk to women or, you know, maybe I'm walking t- on eggshells. Yeah, I'm that. walking on eggshells. I, maybe I'm taking it too far, but that's just how I feel. Well, so I think it's, it's best to be careful. Right now. Right now. Like, uh, but I right mean, now. I think it's best to be careful, period, because too many men haven't been for thousands of years and have felt that women were just there for them. I mean, listen, we all saw Mad Men, and I think that was a pretty good representation of how women were treated um, in, like, the 1950s and earlier. Yeah. I mean, my mother always told me that. Like, women just were not respected, and they... There were lots of women who were assistants and secretaries and yeah, they dated their bosses or slept with them. Like they were just not, it, men felt entitled 
that was considered more normal and it wasn't good. Yeah. The vibe on that show is like sort of like women were just interlopers into, right. into the, into the workspace. They were just like these newly, I don't know, this new class of it people. It was a who, boys club. Yes. It was totally a, a boys club and, and women were there to be sort of like harassed and they were just things to be sort of played with. At least that was the vibe in the office of the, of the Don Draper. I, but I think that that was pretty, that's been pretty widespread. And listen, we just went through Fox, you know, Fox news, all the lawsuits there, women were treated like that. Yeah. That's the other reason that I, that puts a little chill. I mean, just because it's so much of this is happening inside the media, this is a media company. And I, I don't know, maybe you think it's fair that I'm a little like, I don't know. I'm a little like wary of all this, but it, it just, I don't want to seem unfriendly, you know, in the workplace. And like, I'm not willing to talk to other people, but I'm just a little uncomfortable at the moment. Well, listen, that's okay, Gino. Yeah. I think, I think it's okay too. That's it's, really it, good advice, Bonnie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's okay, Gino. Just keep your eyes down <laughs> and do your job. <laughs> Okay, well, listen, we've talked about a lot of big issues yeah. today. So like, serious. we've really covered a lot of uh, did we, uh, did serious. We, did and, we solve the world's problems? <laughs> and not so serious. Ooh. So, um, guys, give us your ratings, give us your feedback, and uh, we'll, we're going to be here for you on Friday. We're going to be interviewing Corinne Olympias. We've got our celebrity <laughs> interviews starting up again. You'll remember her from bachelor and bachelor in paradise and of course she had a very controversial situation too and her platinum <laughs> vagine yeah so well, that's right so we'll be talking to the woman with the platinum vagine on friday I'm glad we mentioned that with all this penis talk finally <laughs> and, some equality and then guys come to hollywood life for the oscars we're gonna have incredible coverage this week so make sure you check it out okay bye